0: The other thing that I wanted to circle back to was um, something you said when you were describing the lower worlds. Um, it it struck me that, that you mentioned the principles of consciousness there when you were talking about you know the the, the plants and the landscapes that, that occupy this. So, so what, what exactly do you mean by that?
1: Um, the principles. The of principles life, of the, consciousness. The yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Well, because consciousness is is. Um, like an ocean, yes. if, you, if you permit me to use the, yes. the analogy yes. of an ocean. Yes. An ocean has uh, many things going on in it, right? Um, there are currents, warmer, cooler currents, currents at different levels, at different you know, heights. There are different temperatures. Um, it, it's circulating and moving all differently, but it's all the ocean. But there's so much going on mm-hmm. when you start to look at it that way. And then there are lots of things in the ocean itself, right? They are living and coexisting there and so on. Um, So, if consciousness is like that, that there are many streams of possibility, right? The the endless possibilities can occur within consciousness, Mm -hmm. within space, Mm -hmm. if I can allow me to use Mm -hmm. space. Yes. Um, The space of consciousness... Is where all possibilities can occur. Mm-hmm, Anything mm-hmm. can manifest.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: Anything mm-hmm. can be become, right? In in the space of of consciousness. About how do things occur, right? How, how does something occur? How does something manifest? Right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it manifests because there is an intention, mm-hmm. and as an intention of it to be experienced. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. so. Um, if you permit me to use another example, yes, yes. Uh, um, any example, yeah, you wish. Ex- yeah. If I pick up a stone and I throw a stone into the river, mm-hmm. well, let's go into right. the ocean again to keep to the same. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> if I throw it right, the stone is gonna is going to is going to hit the water,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and the impact of the stone and the water are going to make a, a form.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, right. There's going to yeah. be a result
1: sort if you sort in slow motion. The stone will come and then the, the water will kind of like form itself mm-hmm. around right. the stone because right. of its impact and its density and velocity mm-hmm. and all like, you know, if you want to explain it from, through physics? So what happened was an intention occurred and a form manifested mm-hmm. because of that intention.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, And so space is like that. It's because we experience things because it's the projection, right, of our ability to perceive mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's
1: a really important principle mm-hmm. that i experience the world according to the way in which i project i my intention
0: mm-hmm.
1: is there right? mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. um and so you know in order to we need to understand that that duality there mm-hmm. is something about about it to be perceived, it to be intended, mm-hmm. and how that manifests then mm-hmm. in, in experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um and this could be in endless ways, right? Because the intentions are different and the conditions are different and but anything can manifest in space. Right. Um, all these variations and, and differences are are these different kind of principles or or, or qualities of mm-hmm. consciousness. Yeah? Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. that there are there in consciousness we could say there's 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 love. Mm-hmm. There's there's compassion. There's yeah. um, there's there's joy. Right. These are kind of both broader principles. But then there are also occurrences, occurrences of uh, destruction or or
2: hate and hate violence.
1: And violence. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everything yeah. kind of sort of occurs, right? And then form appears, right? Mm-hmm. So there's light and sound and yeah. form, and then there's density, right? Of mm-hmm. the, the objects, solidity, and all this sorts of kind of manifest. The world around us is is manifesting itself in space, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then some. In consciousness the consciousness is everywhere around us it's mm-hmm. inside the inside the stone it's inside our minds it's inside the mm-hmm. the flower it's it's everywhere right mm-hmm. that kind of mm-hmm. sense of consciousness quantum physics explains that and mm-hmm. shows that to us right so it it's everywhere and everything just manifests within that space mm-hmm. because there is because there is an ability to experience it as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so these are many different forms of consciousness right and mm-hmm. so um when, when Looking at, when trying to look at it from a from a map, yeah, which is then a map which is trying to explain something as complex as that. The the idea of that of that kind of cosmological map, then how to decipher, how to understand that, mm. right? And mm. so these energetic principles mm. can become coded,
0: mm. 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 and it's
1: that coding to understand a principle, mm. Mm. right, mm-hmm. or, or a relation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. of what is occurring, right? Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. because you look at that map, that map shows you that there are occurrences, there are circum- certain circumstances that are taking place, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um that allows you to understand then that at another scale or that at another place. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. If that, that might be, comp- uh, yeah, might be yeah, or,
0: or or you can you can understand how the symbols on the map correspond to different kinds of energies, processes, is, is what you mean. Yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. yeah. Yes. And and that is a form of coding. Yes, um, which which you learn uh, and and you know sort of constitutes the principles of consciousness. Yes, that you're referring to. Yes. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. How do because it's it's a mapping of consciousness. Exactly. So a mapping is a series of codes. Yes. And then those codes represent certain qualities. Yeah. And it's and it's looking at those qualities in that code. Yeah. Yeah. Are those
2: codes like symbols or what are they exactly?
1: um, They are principles. They are uh, representations of yeah representations of principles of codes
0: okay yeah yeah the o- the other important thing about a map well two things um, i mean you know bringing in ideas from from maths here um, there's direction and there's also distance right so a map implies that there are you know two points that can be closer together on the map or they can be further away on the map and furthermore you have some notion of direction right you know am i going from this point to this point or am i going in the opposite direction to another point right so it, it strikes me that, that you know, becoming a shaman, right, requires you to also develop this intuition of what the distance is and the direction is in the map. Um, so you begin to learn how to navigate as well between mm-hmm. different kinds of energy as well, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah,
1: um, yeah. nicely put. Uh, yes, nicely put. And, and yes is, I think, the answer, uh, which comes with experience. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I think each, each practitioner then will develop their own kind of coding and mapping mm-hmm. um, and their, their, their ability to also see certain... Certain aspects of this mapping, or create a mapping of consciousness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So different practitioners will have different abilities. Yeah, so they they can see things that others can't see. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not that a, it's not that necessarily a practitioner sees everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a practitioner uh, in shamanism has got a, uh, the shaman. Another terminology for a shamanic practitioner is is the the the, the the wounded, the, the wounded healer, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and why am I saying mm. this is important? Because, in a certain way, I learn about shamanism through what mm-hmm. I heal of myself, yes. right. Yeah, 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 yeah right. exactly. So, it's yeah. my wounds, yeah. I need to look at my wounds, understand yes. what my wounds are. You know, maybe wounds sound like a bit of a rough For term, sure. but you know, some uh, let's say story. My, I look at my life story. And it's through understanding my life story that I can look at other people's life stories in relation to that map. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You see? Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So as I, as I progress, that's why it's so important Mm -hmm. to always do the work on myself Mm -hmm. because as I work on myself, I learn about my through learning about myself and uh, transcending my healing, you know, transcending my, 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 what, where I, whatever I'm learning about myself, I gain the knowledge to then be able to help someone else mm-hmm. in yes. that, right? Mm-hmm. So, other practitioners will have, who have transcended other types of problems will be able to help the people in relation. I see. You understand? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the proper training for a shaman is the life experiences, the challenges they receive. Very good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. So there's not there's a school that teaches you generally shamanism, but the only way to become a shaman is to actually mm. just walk the path. You have yes. to. You yeah, have to yeah. walk your own. You have to walk yourself. Yeah. If, mm-hmm through your your own development. You, you only through developing and working through your challenges and your traumas and your yeah. difficulties and your relations or whatever yes. occurs in your life. Can you can you evolve? It, so that's, yeah. sorry to interrupt you. That's sure. why when earlier before the recording even started we, we had a little conversation mm-hmm. and I was talking about the frontier of if someone asked, you know, where am I today? And I say, Well my frontier at the moment of my challenge is my relationship with my daughter. Yeah. That's where I find most challenge and that's where I'm learning the most. And that's, for me, a highly important territory because that's where I'm learning not mm-hmm. only to have a, a healthy relationship with my daughter, but I'm learning about myself.
0: Mm-hmm. How
1: am I reacting in relation to my daughter? Why is this occurring? Why am I emotionally feeling this way? Mm-hmm. Am I feeling this way emotionally because it's got to do with the way in which I grew up or my childhood or my relationship to my sibling etc. Right? So I kind of really need to dig down and understand... How I'm appearing in the world. That's mm-hmm. so why right at the beginning, you ask me, what is it about? It's about how I manifest. Mm-hmm. How am I present in my day-to-day?
0: Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. that's
1: the measure, mm-hmm. right? Where things are really great, but then something not great. Perfect. It's a not great bit that I'm going to challenge. I'm going mm-hmm. to go there. Mm-hmm. Because right, that's right. where I learn. And the more I learn there, the better I'll understand mm-hmm. that right. cosmology, right, our right, healing, right, 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 exactly. to be able then to understand that mm. in,
3: in a bigger term of consciousness and, mm. and, and so on. Wow this might seem like a direct departure from precisely what you're talking about of about finding your frontier in these extremely concrete extremely unsexy you know bits of everyday life where you're actually really struggling right this might be kind of going the opposite direction but it's true that with shamanic practices and some of the substances we've been talking about the sacred substances you're able to access direct worlds of experience you know the likes of which you know, very difficult to find anywhere in our daily lives in the middle, in the middle realm. Right? There are places of nightmare, or, or to speak about it in Tibetan terms, hell realms, which, again, are just really far beyond the capacity of the ordinary waking mind to even begin to imagine. And I was just wondering if you've had any experience with those, and if you could maybe walk us through a little bit of what the experience of going into there, what the experience of navigating those spaces are, with the experience of Healing those spaces, extricating oneself from those spaces, might be either from your direct experience or just collating a few key uh, sort of other moments. Whatever. Yeah, thank
1: you. Nice I question. Um, there are a few examples, um, and and I'm sure anyone in the audience listening to this, uh, or listeners, um, you know, could have had far bigger, you know, experiences, more challenging ones than mm-hmm. I have. So, into a certain way, I feel like i I've been. I've. I've been given the challenges that I'm able to deal with. And I think that, that happens a lot in, in each person's life. That, mm-hmm. that the challenges that come to you are to, to the measure yeah. upon which you can deal with them. Yes. Even though they yeah. look very, very big to you and sometimes you feel completely overwhelmed, yes. they are to the same measure. Um, and that's, I think, also an important principle that, that you, can, you, can, you, can, you can do this. Right, there's, that trust has to be there that you can go through that experience, um, and that comes with the fearlessness. That comes with the search for that power, mm-hmm. and and here I really refer to power as in a healthy way. Mm. You know, the power to dominate and to to conquer, but the power to hold yourself. Right, the power to be in your essence, the power to be sovereign. Um, I think when you when you do that work. Or you're working towards that, right? Because it's never something you achieve. Because as you progress, the challenges also can get bigger. As you have more responsibility, more of it comes, right? So, it's it's it's, it's this is not like you sort of reach a black belt and then that's it, you know. <laughs> this, is, this is a sort of a con, you know a, a continuous kind of crescendo, yeah, yeah. of evolution. Um, and then in practical examples, so. Um, the first one that comes to uh, to mind, for example, um, is the uh, one of the traditional uh, shamanic practices is the burial, right? Where you you are you you dig your own grave, right, uh, and then you, you cover yourself in the grave, uh, and you're buried um, for a period of time. Two days. Uh, <laughs> it could vary, right? So this is varies from from. Who who you practicing this with, and 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 how you practicing this? Uh, my experience was um, was uh, fourteen hours. Um, it was a we real group of four, um, a fantastic shamanic practitioner uh, in Kent, Andy Wood, um, and and through that weekend, that was the weekend where we were going to go through this this work, um, and and that experience of being buried and going through that period of time in the ground um is really really difficult as you can imagine right it's claustrophobic it's dark um you are trapped in your fears and and you just have to confront those fears uh and all that 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 anxiety all that wish to kind of just get out of there and want to survive and want to have a breath and and you know every all that feeling is just there fighting in you so strongly and you you're trapped in this hole alive, uh, and Andy would be with the drum. Boom boom boom
2: boom 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 boom. boom. Somebody outside is playing. Yes. Yeah. Drums. Yes, yeah, 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 so the drum, playing, yeah. And, yeah.
1: Um, and so those type of experiences are really really challenging. Um, um, and then you know, like the, the the feeling the following day to to kind of get out and and then you you. You you cover your hole. And that for me was so difficult. It even kind of brings emotion to me now, because I was burying something that was so big in my life. I was mm. I was in the, in the separation process. Of my wife and I was I was burying our relationship. I was burying mm. our love. Mm. 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 I was burying what you know what, what brought us together and, mm. and in that in that in that form that quality we mm. have a relationship today as as very good friends um, and parents. But at that time, it was it was tremendous, you know. So that sort of, of practices are really difficult, but you gain so much from it, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's a very earth nature practice, you know, that you are in, you're just buried in soil. There's no nothing else. I mean, there was you know, uh, no substance, right? Mm-hmm. It's incredibly powerful. One of the yeah. most powerful experiences that I've gone through. Wow. Uh, really to be able to to do that uh, because again it's the intention what it's about and the context in which you integrate and you talk about what what is it doing and why are you doing this right i was having a lot of difficulties with the separation and mm-hmm.
0: you
1: know what that meant to me in my life and you know that there was a process that was part of that it was a tool right to kind of to, to to shed to release myself you know to bury that part of me the ricardo that that came out of of that grave in that that morning, you know, was was a different Ricardo, right? Uh, yeah. And and in next April or May, I'm going to do another burial, you know, and and I hope to do, you know, throughout my life, uh, you know. Eventually, there will be a final one, <laughs> 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 you know. And it and it, and it just part in that's that is that kind of a relationship, um, um, and I find that I find that very very beautiful. Another challenging one was with the substance iboga, mm, wow, um, mm-hmm. and uh, and. Um, um, I, I I I I sort of regret why I that I that I went with the intention. Not I don't regret having experienced Iboga, but I sort of kind of went in a little bit too 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 kind of proud and and I, I
3: said, "Show me my fears," <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> which was you know at all at all ask you know. And <laughs> so I I spent uh, uh, you know it starts it started on a Friday and ended on a Sunday. Um, and I spent that entire time in my deathbed, you know mm-hmm. dying um completely in in gray. my thoughts were gray I, if I thought about my children, death, I thought of my parents with was death, if I thought about anything, I couldn't have a positive thought. Mm. anything was just death, my body wow. was in this kind of awkward pain, you know, when you're just mm-hmm. really ill, mm-hmm. you know when you're like mm-hmm. in some sort of a fever or something, it's just like the skin was like mm-hmm. I couldn't move, mm-hmm. and I am just like lying on a really. Shallow mattress on the floor, and I was it was my deathbed, and I was just like this horrible feeling of death and and that experience really kind of gave me more trust on on death on my own death you know on 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 the death of everything you know the impermanence of mm-hmm. of reality mm-hmm. uh, so it was an experience that really gave me a sort of level of dimension and you know, gives you kind of a bit more uh, resilience you know in in confronting these things, you know, when you when you confront this kind of experience, um, when you experience something, you know, as, as 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 told by many who have real experiences of close to death, uh, that they 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 come out of that feeling alive, feeling mm-hmm. like they want to live more, mm-hmm. they want to kind of engage in life because you know they had that close death scenario, and it's that you know it was the. Mm-hmm the, the, the Ibaka gave me that experience you know of, of here you are dying, you mm-hmm. know and you're ready to die and you just have to let go you know yeah, everything yeah. it's like I have to surrender I've got nothing else but to surrender mm-hmm. you know and, mm-hmm. and, uh, of course Ayahuasca has, has given me incredible experiences mm-hmm. um, experiences very challenging experiences where I just need to surrender and I need to mm-hmm. l- let go right and, mm-hmm. and really surrender um, and, and experiences
0: that have reminded you of your own mortality as well sure you know? mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm.
1: sure uh, a lot, um, a lot, um, yes, and and the mortality of it. This particular moment I'm, I'm recalling is is um, even the, um, the 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 it's because sometimes death we think of it as a sort of an event, but there's a death of every single mm. thing. It's a, the, the, from a the cellular level. It's mm. the death of the tissue. Mm. It's it's the letting go of the body. It's, mm. Uh, mm. It's something that separates from the soul, you know, soul, mm. body kind of. And I'm really experiencing that departure. I was feeling that mm. morphing, you know, that um, a lot of the experience with, with ayahuasca uh, leads you also onto uh, Part of it is that your, your your body, right, your your nervous system and your ego are put to sleep. That's so your consciousness is, is experiencing something beyond... The usual limitations, boundaries, borders, yes, yes. yes. Uh, both energetically and physically. And so you can experience something much more, right? So, And that's, that's an incredible f- sensation of, of freedom when you are beyond your body. Right? So that experience of death... Um, I actually look forward to dying. Hmm, hmm. I really do, because I know... Because there's one side of it. Oh my body my existence My, you know because we're caught into this identity Yeah, you know if we are caught into the identity that you are your ego and you are your body Then of course it's gonna be painful mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. It's gonna be horrible because exactly your ego and your body is gonna you know deteriorate and mm-hmm. die It's gonna be painful and horrible, mm-hmm. but actually if you focus on what what happens actually it's you are you are freed It's mm-hmm. an incredible sensation of freedom and openness mm-hmm. and so yeah the vine of the dead that's why it's called i ask it's called the vine of the dead because mm-hmm. you are it is an experience of death when you 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 release yourself you surrender to, in such a way if you can mm-hmm. surrender in such a way that you you give yourself out yeah you know, and you give yourself to the moment and say i, I as if you are dying i let myself go mm-hmm. and poof, then you expand consciousness because then you are not held anymore by all yeah. the fears. Yeah. All the shadows of fears, the constant. Oh, no, I don't want to do this now. I want to be alive. I want to I want to be here. I want to be present. I want to be conscious. I want to be As So as you're trying to do that, you know, mm, mm, mm. then you're not getting the right experience. Relax into it. And then there. That, so that's a death. Mm. Yeah, die. Mm-hmm. Die to experience beyond mm. the self, mm. right? Yes. And it's guaranteed you'll come back in, uh, mm. both in ayahuasca and also in, re- in next life rebirth. So mm. <laughs> not to worry. So. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so here's a question I have. So when we die, mm. do we remember who we are? So when I probably, if reincarnation is true, if I've died and I've come here, I don't remember my past lives. Right. And it feels like something about memory and something about, um, my past experiences, which is really important to me, to constitute, let's say, my energetic body, in a sense. Um, so when we die, do we have a way of feeling some certainty, some, uh, some uh, faith that, yeah, I know that my consciousness, this pure awareness will survive, but will it resemble me in any way, at least in terms of the, the experiences and the life that I've, that I've had? Um. <laughs> uh, it's a yes yeah, it's, it's a yeah. it's a great
1: question and um generally no it yeah. seems to be the kind of the understanding right because yeah um we don't recall that so easily right no one kind of like oh yeah i remember being here 200 years ago <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know no it doesn't really happen right so yes. uh, no it's generally but there are ways of, of tapping into that yeah. uh, but let me explain from from a, both a shamanic and a, and, a, and a Buddhist mm, mm-hmm. teachings, mm-hmm. Uh, and I've, I feel that I've experienced this in in my my practices. Mm. Um, but this is contested, right? This is uh, you know around the world. This is discussed whether this is true or not. But um, I can only talk about what what I what I practice and what I understand. Um, and again, it's 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 got to do with that that stream of consciousness. So we we are a constant flow, you know, because it. Space and and consciousness is is endless, right? There's no Mm -hmm. time to it. There's no end. There's no beginning or start, you know. So, and we are part of that. So, we are the stream of the ocean. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And then we are incarnating, Mm -hmm. coming into the body, into the Mm -hmm. karma, incarnating, Mm -hmm. uh, living this life. And then our body ends, Mm -hmm. but the stream of consciousness continues. Mm -hmm. So, uh, as we are doing that, we are... storing impressions Mm -hmm. and that's what defines that stream Mm -hmm. that differentiates the parts of the ocean are differentiated Mm -hmm. right because there are certain characteristics that are different and so depending on your your deeds your actions in your life you are kind of generating a certain quality so you won't have the memories as such like oh yeah i I was in Oxford two hundred years ago, yes, um, um, but there are resemblances uh-huh. right? there are sort certain um, uh, typical characteristics that occur, yes yeah? um, and so these are traits, yes yeah um, and you can you can map these traits in your life now, yeah uh, so let's let's give the example of, I don't know perhaps with money yeah so. Some people, without doing much, have an incredible relationship with money. Yeah. They don't, you know, they, they're surely clever and, and, and sophisticated and so on, but have a wealth of abundance, right? And the people that were their same peers and the same education and so on are, are kind of like, you know, just making ends meet. Mm-hmm. So, you know, how come, right? Surely this is a question you've, you've posed yourself as well. Yeah. Well, these are certain traits, right? There's mm-hmm. certain, um, people have certain qualities that are are more favorable. Mm-hmm. Yeah? yeah. Some people are just naturally more compassionate and caring and want to help people and engage. Yeah. Uh, some people have a tendency to, um, I don't know, to be aggressive and confrontational and they, they kind of have this kind of perhaps military thing in them, you know, of yeah. conquering and fighting yeah. and yeah. defending and so on. Right. So yeah. these are certain archetypes, mm-hmm. yes. characteristics that, that flow from life to life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I, I, for example, I know that w- my archetypes are uh, out of the many, that, and mm. but the, they're the kind of the most predominant ones are where I feel more fulfilled. You would say. Is is being either a priest or a lama or a shaman or mm-hmm. right is that quality is coming into relationship with spirituality. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what I do and I, and I feel very fulfilled in my life when I am doing yes. those things. Mm-hmm. And so I have a calling. You know, I have a natural tendency to be seeking. Since I was a child, I always. Mm-hmm while seeking spirituality or seeking and sense of consciousness of broader worlds or or, and so on right so there's a there's a kind of um, there's a a trait within me that I am pursuing and a lot of times that's what when a sense of purpose you know when people say I don't have a sense of purpose in life I'm not quite sure what I'm doing it's trying to find that what is the archetype that kind of more resonates with that person and try to align them then with those that kind Mm. of the, the doing of that archetype yeah yeah so Previous lives, I was a shaman in the Amazon, a lama in the ma- in the okay. Himalayas. I was a, a, a walking sadhu in the Indian plains, and mm-hmm. right, I was a, a a priest in Scotland. You know, all these kind of stories, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that these are the kind of traits that mm-hmm. kind of, and and there are other things as well, right? That that have been happening in previous yes. lives. So, because the consciousness is always is timeless and it never dies. And, and we know by history that, you know, we've, we've, people are always... You know, we, people die, but consciousness isn't... Impre- mm-hmm. Humans are always kind of You know, so there is the stream of kind of uh, qualities of consciousness that emerges yeah. through mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Um, yeah.
2: I have a question which is uh, technical and metaphysical, but relates, yes. uh, relates to what you were saying. Um, so if you think of the past life and you think of the nature of time... Uh, consciousness being timeless, and time being just a projection, um, you could conceive the past incarnations not as past incarnations, but as uh, simultaneous lives that you're having, so parallel realities. Mm-hmm. So right now you could be, right now you are the the shaman in the Amazon, and right now you are the Buddhist monk Correct. at the same time. Correct. So is 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 that a better understanding of um, what is happening? Uh, when you think of it technically and metaphysically, like what is exactly happening? Am I remembering a life or is this just a parallel reality that I'm accessing?
1: Yeah, I um, I prefer to see it as, as um, I'll give you an example. You were a boy. Mm. Can you recall yourself as a boy? Can you give us a moment when you were, uh, just uh, give me a, a random moment, you as a boy.
2: Eating ice cream. Eating ice cream. Okay, yeah. how old were you? Um Probably like five. Five years old. Where were you? Uh, in Iran. In Iran, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, you, and
1: who was with you when you eating this ice cream? Uh, probably, mom and dad. Mom and dad. Yeah. Yeah. so you see. So, that reality, that memory that you just yeah. had, yeah. right? You could, you could, you could concentrate on that memory. Yeah. And that is a present experience in your consciousness as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. You see, even yes. though it happened in the past, yes. it is something that still constitutes who you are now. Exactly. Yeah. yeah? So it is present but it's it's somewhere else mm-hmm. yeah. and it's that it's that cosmology mm-hmm. right it's that mapping that you can navigate then and go and see the stories in a timeless way you can traverse mm-hmm. through time yes, right, exactly right yeah. to pick up the key mm-hmm. stories mm-hmm. Yeah. so when when in shamanism and, and, and therapeutic shamanism it's another, another dimension mm-hmm. we haven't really spoken about um, when working with people because they have a, a, a trauma or they Depression, or something's happening, right? Um, they come f- for for th- for a therapeutic understand session, right? To 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 seek a way of healing. Mm-hmm. the The process is to navigate, right? Is to navigate in their story to where a certain part of themselves, vastly usually always in childhood, that something occurred, right? That they are not aware of, they're not seeing, and so you you take them on a journey very easily to that moment, just like I did with you, right? I very quickly took you to Iran and an ice cream and and you were in that kind of space. And if we spent a bit more time even characterizing it, you know, you could even feel the emotions from that time, right? If if I asked you to go deeper down and, you know, in in sort of like calming your mind down and closing your eyes, you could like feel the emotion, right? You could feel like the happiness and the joy of the ice cream and so on, as much as we could go into a a more of a difficult situation where... um, and your father kind of uh, yelled at you and 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 told you off, and you were really sad because of that moment, and that really destroyed you as as a boy there yeah. right and that was a traumatic s- story that still resonates with you today, yes. Yes? you have a troubled relationship with your father, and you don't know why yeah yeah um because that is still in the pattern in in the cosmology in the mapping, yeah and yeah. and the job there of the therapist or the shaman or you know whichever method you want to look at it is to kind of help you. Take that story, look at it from the perspective of the little boy, compassionately embrace that situation, Mm -hmm. right? Try and, and integrate and heal it and make sure it's okay. Look, your father didn't really, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't, he was very stressed at the time, he didn't give you the right attention, but it's okay. Look, it's, everything's okay now. And that part of you, that child who was seven years old, gets healed now.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You yes. see,
1: and then and then you change because you've changed the coding, mm-hmm. yeah, of your consciousness that way.
2: Wow. Mm-hmm. And um, in that sense, my future selves, yeah. if they're doing the healing, could that also affect me now? Yeah. So uh, I know just a, just a
1: couple of days ago, one of people working with me in therapy, we did a journey to your future self.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. We, we, we journeyed to
1: yeah. right. Let's go meet your future self. <laughs> <laughs> And who is that, you know, and sit there and talk to him, ask him questions. And, mm-hmm. and he had a full-on conversation with his future self.
2: That's so terrific. And true. he came back with, like, <laughs> he came back with,
1: like, answers and yeah. feeling confidence. He's like, oh, no, I really need to change what I'm doing now mm. in order to kind mm. of get to that quality. Yeah. Quality of, mm-hmm. mind. yeah. of course, they are, it, it doesn't mean he will become that person.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But it's a te- there's a tendency. Yeah. Right? Because the stream has a tendency. Yes. You know, you can map, scientifically, you can map the stream mm-hmm. in the ocean. Mm-hmm. And has a tendency to do yes. this. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Yeah, so yeah. you can you can project that tendency, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. simulate it, right, right, right. and it'll resonate mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. to the past. Yes. Current. Mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. C- could you mm-hmm. think of if you think of time as past and um, the past and the future, and the present is the middle in in a sort in in a sense? Could you think of the present moment? a new existence as a resonance between past experiences mm. and mm. your future self, mm. which is the sort of uh, what I learned in, um, in sacred geometry with, with the double tetrahedron, with the mm. Markaba, that there is a past which is this, this direction goes towards the left mm. and the future go- towards the right. And the resonance, uh, the spinning of the, two, um, of the two tetrahedrons create Christ or the child or you and which is in the present moment beautiful yes um, yeah yeah
1: yeah absolutely
3: I, I resonate with what you're saying yeah absolutely. yeah, yeah.